Hello, everyone. Well, it's day two of our mission trip. Do I cry in this episode? Technically, there were tears, but due to what I imagine is a bit of dehydration, thanks to the Zambian heat, I didn't ball like yesterday. You're welcome. I sat down with Ryan and Crystal Scott to discuss their experience sponsoring a child through Arise Africa. Then their children, August, Matilda, and Ruby, joined the conversation, and things got really interesting. You're going to love this one. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 323 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I am here with Ryan and Crystal Scott, who are on the big, wonderful mission trip to Zambia. Guys, your first time to Zambia, first time to Africa? First time to Zambia, second time to Africa. Second, when, when were you in Africa before? We were in Tanzania about 20 years ago. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I thought it was far from me seven years ago with Laura. That's what we talked about on yesterday's podcast. All the kids who have grown from we were here and now we're here and they're all boys and women and it's just so sad. But I wanted to talk tonight about y'all have sponsorship kids through Rise Africa for how many years? Uh, Almost 10. Almost 10 years. How many children do you have through Rise? We have three. And their names? Stephen, Victoria, and Beatrice. And Beatrice. Mm-hmm. So the purpose of y'all being on this trip was to experience Arise, meet the kids, right? Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. How has it been so far? Day two. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. How many times have you cried, Crystal? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I cried on the podcast last night, and I had to say, Autumn, you talk now. Laura, you talk now. I couldn't get it out. It's, why is it emotional, do you think? I think because we've been exchanging. See, I came. I tell you, I know. We've been exchanging letters with these kids for almost ten years, and and read about their lives, and read about them growing up, and mm-hmm. um, but to see them, yes, and to hug them, yes, and um, see their smiles, like just really brought it home on a different level, like the the impact mm-hmm. that that we could have on other people yes. so far away has been yes. really awesome. For such a small amount of money, too, I would think, goes such a long way we were learning today. Ryan, what did y'all experience today? You did a home visit. I haven't heard anything about it. We and did, so, so who'd you go who'd you go see today? So we went to uh, Victoria and Beatrice, their sisters. Oh. So oh, that's awesome. You were telling me that cuz one lived away and now they live together. That's awesome. So we went to visit we went to visit their house, yeah. and we got to meet their mom, Sarah, mm-hmm. um, and then we got to meet the neighbors that live kind of right around. <laughs> Everybody so wanted to I come mean, see right the white people. It was, yes, it's so great. It was, it was amazing. Yes. I mean, they are, they're, they're so welcoming. They're mm-hmm. so warm, so mm-hmm. compassionate. It's, mm-hmm. it's just wonderful to see, and they were excited to see us, mm-hmm. so it was great. Mm-hmm. And they thanked you profusely, didn't they? Profusely. Isn't yeah. that wonderful? Is there a dad in the family? Okay, so it's the mom, Victoria, Beatrice, and they're the only ones who live in the house, or they're no, younger they have, ones. Uh, three younger siblings who all okay. live in the house also. Okay, great. So they're tiny. So Sarah's busy lady. Busy. She's a busy, busy lady. Busy. 
So today, um, tell me about you, you spotted Beatrice in the classroom or someone told you, hey, that's your sponsor kid and all the feels came and the emotions came. <laughs> well, we were kind of stalking her. <laughs> in every classroom we looked in, we were like, wait, is she in here? Is she in here? Is she in here? Um, and then Sydney, the, yes. the headmaster at the school said, oh, we have another group of ninth graders who are over in this area. And just... You knew. As soon as we saw uh-huh. her, I was like... Oh my goodness, that, that was like a celebrity thing. We all geeked out. Um, Matilda, our middle daughter, ran over and hugged Oh, her. in the middle of class? I, well, they were kind oh. of having like a little bit of a break. Oh, uh, see, okay, outside. And Beatrice came over, hugged her. Oh, kids, knew. knew she knew everyone by name. Oh my gosh. She's seen pictures for years. I was bawling. Yo. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you had to tell, if you had to tell people, Ryan, listening, why y'all sponsor a reason to sponsor, the importance of sponsoring, how far sponsoring goes at Arise Africa, how would you answer that? How would you encourage people to take that step and do it? I mean, just like you said, Lindsay, the the amount of money we give, is it's not a lot. Mm -mm. But it goes such a long way in terms of what they're able to do here. I mean, so in the afternoon, we went to go to ACS, which is a school there from grade, let's see, they're eight. K through 12, yes. And... And I'm going to paraphrase this, but yes. their motto when you walk into the building was it's that they start off with a family. It's a family, a family built on a foundation mm-hmm. um, of faith that focuses on a quality education yep. for um, the kids and a brighter future for all. Yes. And when you go in there and you see the, the not only the teachers, but the administrators and the people in the school, how much they truly care for these kids, mm-hmm. it's it, it makes all the difference in the world. And that even is... We even learned today an example. These littles are walking two hours. Everybody's walking two hours. But even the little ones are walking two hours, wanting to go to school, loving school, probably getting their only meal at school. And something else that they figured out was the kids were lethargic in the morning, and they realized, oh, it's the food. So let's just give them, y'all, it's a piece of bread with peanut butter and jelly on it. And morale has changed because they have breakfast and that's just a piece of bread and so we got to serve lunch today we get we're working on a library for them today we went to two different schools we have macb and acs and it was incredible as ryan said to see um what foundation is built on what these kids have respect for adults have respect for their teachers we went to a classroom where there wasn't a teacher and they're just all resting their heads on their desk or you know studying and i think that was third grade yes it was, it was amazing. third graders and i said where's your teacher and they i don't know or there she is over there and i thought wow this is this is a different model crystal do you want to share a little bit about what angela said she's the principal of mcdonald brown school um and they were they're in the middle of renovating and expanding that school to look like acs because acs is officially built out this far away mac b is a lot closer and what their needs are there yeah so currently that school is serving third through seventh grade Mm -hmm. and they would um, ideally love to be serving K through 12 so so kids can start there at a young age and continue through to um, grade 12 and one thing that she really impressed upon me tonight and also in the school today was the desire of the children to be there and the fact alone that they are walking 
two to three hours to arrive at 7.30, and we saw a chart of how many of mm-hmm. them were late last week. Mm-hmm. And it was one. One. Mm-hmm. And she was sick. Yeah, mm-hmm. one kid. And so I think sometimes when people give, they wonder, like, mm-hmm. do, the, do the people receiving it really even care? And I can tell you, like, they not only care, like, they need it. They yeah. want it. Like, they mm-hmm. want to be there. And the organization around them wants them to be there and loves on them so mm-hmm. well. And sometimes these kids, the only place they find a safe, loving adult yeah. is within the walls of that school. Yeah. So um, I think it's really exciting that they want to make the school mm-hmm. K-12. Yes. Well, I think, go ahead, yeah, I think they talk about the quality of education. In oh, yes. Kind of the three through seven. Once they get out of seven, they go to, to public school. Yes. You know, they were, I guess, recently, I don't know how recently it is, but they talked about free education. Free education now. About, you know, you go into a classroom with 80 kids. And, and one, one teacher. teacher. And it just, that's, those you can't learn. Tough. Yeah, it's, it's you can't learn in that. So I think their goal is to continue to go from 8 to eight to 12. And, mm-hmm. um, that way they can continue to provide mm-hmm. that wonderful education. And also to, to talk about the faith. I think that's really Absolutely. important. I think also, too, we did walk through the compounds today, which is where the children live, the poverty section of where they live. I think it's important to point out, too, they have child sponsorship officers. So y'all went with Maggie today. So she's in charge of Beatrice and Victoria. They go all the time to the houses and they walk kids to school. And we were just talking about how December they're off and those child sponsors were going to be there looking in on those kids, making sure they're fed, making sure they're, they have something. And if they don't, they will bring it back. I've seen them do it. But um, Ryan, this last question is for you. You brought your kiddos. Tell us names and ages. Oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> 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 August. August is 14. 14 Matilda yes. is 11. Yes. And uh, Ruby is 8. Is 8. How nervous were you? From a will my kids fit in standpoint before y'all landed in Zambia? No, I was not. Not too worried. Not too that worried? They, that they would fit in. Um, more concerned about, not concerned, I wanted them to open their eyes a little bit. Yep. Because the, like today at Victoria and Stephen's house, yep. or sorry, Victoria and Beatrice's house, yeah. this is where poverty. they live. This is, this real is where they live. Yep. And, you know, we're. We're very blessed. Absolutely. So I wasn't worried about them fitting in. I wanted to make sure that they understood, like, this is the reason why we do this. Yes. Yes. Are you? Have you been surprised by them? I have been um, blown away. Yeah. Blown away with them. We all have. <laughs> the Scott kids have blown everybody away, is what we're saying. But, you know, it's um, it has a great deal to do with the children here in Zambia mm-hmm. being so willing to welcome them Mm -hmm. in and teaching them all their games and their Mm -hmm. songs like without hesitation Mm -hmm. we have not been anywhere where Zambian children have not walked up to my kids and said hello (laughs) (laughs) yeah let me hug you personal space is not a thing around (laughs) here either um I will say that um all of the Scott children were and the parents too were on the soccer field today during the heat of Zambian summer how are y'all feeling now? You built 9,000 tables, Ryan, before you played soccer for 400 hours. Crystal, you built 9,000 tables. Are y'all going to take some Tylenol PM tonight? Maybe some... I might have a strong... 
if you know the one of the great things about that soccer game was Steven, yes. one of the kids that we sponsored, yes. was in the soccer oh, game. Oh, no. So it was so much fun. But Matilda he, got a goal, too. I mean, a girlfriend hit it right through that goal. They certainly let us participate because they were running <laughs> circles around us. Was Steven wearing shoes? Because some of them weren't wearing I, shoes. I, I, I'm not sure. Some were in flip-flops. I got by a guy in flip-flops yes. so many times. Amazing. It was so great. We loved seeing that. And your kids, you are doing an incredible job. We're going to interview the kids now and see how they liked the home visit. So stay tuned. August, Matilda, Ruby. Or September, Tilly, and Emerald, as I call them, right? Yes, you can talk. Yes, 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 yes. How has your time, Matilda, been in Africa so far? It's been really good. My favorite part of doing it is meeting the kids who sponsor. Oh, and that happened today. Who do you sponsor? Uh, Beatrice, Victoria, and Stephen. And Stephen. And you met them all three today. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. August, what was your favorite part? Uh, my favorite part was probably uh, building all the things for the library today. Yes, what did you build? Build you built a lot of tables, yeah, right? We built a lot of tables, a lot of stools. Yes, uh huh. And music bookshelves. How are your muscles? Pretty pretty yeah, tired sore. right now. They're sore. You're gonna be sore muscles in the morning. Ruby, your favorite part? Well, it was all amazing. It was. I really loved. Um, to like see the kids and get to talk to them. Yes, which kids? There have been a lot of kids. You've had school kids. All the kids in the home. In their rise home. I knew that would be your favorite. There's one of my favorite pictures of the trip is you on the trampoline with blessings and gift, and I think somebody else. It was so very cute. No. Who? Who? Jonah. Was it? Jonah. So cute. Yeah. I forgot him. That's right. Matilda, you went to Victoria and Beatrice's house today. How did it look? Was it different from your own house? Yes, it was different from my own house, and it was actually pretty amazing. Yes. Um, and But it started to rain, and there were a lot of kids outside just yes. standing in the rain. And when I saw that, I think to myself, like, I have so much while these kids have so little. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. it, and to know that Beatrice uh, and Victoria have a house is just gives me like a good feeling. That's right. They have a place to go. August, what did you think about the house? What did you think about where they live versus where you live? The difference is very drastic. Mm -hmm. like I live in a rich suburban woman's area. Mm -hmm. They live in well, they live in down, downtown Zambia. Yep. Which driving through is like really mud paved roads. Mm -hmm. You can't really drive super far. Mm -hmm. And the house itself, like I'd say their living room, their entire house would probably fit in our yep. game room. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, it really gives you a sense of perspective. Yes. Because they have this little box TV that's probably the size of our microwave. Yep. And then, but they're just so thankful. Like, right. Like everything they do is just, they praise the Lord for everything. Yes, they do. And they give thanks for what they have instead of what they don't have. That's exactly right. Ruby, did they seem happy? Yes. They did? Yeah. Good, all of them? Do you think that's because of how y'all helped them? I think so. You think so? How long have y'all been sponsoring these kids? Have you um, known them your whole life? Um, I've known them basically all my life because we've been sponsoring for 10, 11 years. Yeah. How many times do you write letters? Uh, two or three times a year. Two or three times a year. Do you write letters, Ruby? 
<laughs> Mom, Dad, do I write letters? I think she does. Did y'all bring them gifts today? Yes. What? What'd you bring, Ruby? What'd you bring? What do you remember? Um, so we brought um, some art supplies because um, Victoria and Beatrice they love to do art. Oh, what else? Um, we brought Beatrice a cross necklace. <gasps> oh. Um, and then we got her a purse. Oh. With some perfume and glasses. Oh, I'm sure she loved that. Mm-hmm. All the stuff we got her. Like, it, it wasn't a lot, but you could just see that it really affected her. Mm -hmm. I doubt she's ever really had all that stuff in one place. Did y'all notice in the Arise Homes, their bedrooms, did uh, they have a lot of stuff in their bedrooms? No. We didn't. No. Oh, in the Arise Homes? Yeah. Uh, yes, their bedrooms were, like, bare. Like, all, all of our bedrooms have a lot of stuff in it. Yeah. And... But they were very proud to show you what they had. Yeah. Right? Wasn't that they cool? They show us the pictures on the walls. The pictures they draw? Uh-huh. And, uh, and the, um, the small ones, like my age, yes. they really like to show them their stuff. Their stuff. You want to know why? Because they don't have stuff normally. So they arise homes, they have drawers, and they have beds. And they probably, Victoria doesn't have a bed. Did they have a bedroom? Uh, they had one behind us, but then some part of the house was, like, covered up. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure there's stuff back there. Yeah. Probably because they made the part where you saw very clean because they knew you were coming and then they put a lot of stuff behind that curtain so you couldn't see. But I imagine that they probably sleep in that room where y'all were. And so that's so cool how the Arise kids say, look, here's my drawer. That's why they love showing you their drawers and their closets. And they call it, this is my space because they're so happy to have that space. So if you, if you were talking to the kids listening to the podcast, because I'm sure there's so many, would you tell them to sponsor somebody from Arise? Yes. 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 Okay, why? And Matilda, go first. I would tell them to sponsor because they can write letters and, they, and then usually um, they can like send uh, gifts to them and then they take photos and send them back. Yes. And then you can communicate and it just feels like a really fun experience to meet new people. Yes. Because if we didn't sponsor them, then we wouldn't have known them anymore. And then we wouldn't have done some stuff that we did today. Right. What about you, August? What would you tell people why to sponsor kids with the rise? Uh, one, because they need it. That's like, right. They don't. They don't have a lot, and some of them depend on just the school lunch food to get by for the day. Uh, it's also just a really good feeling to know that mm -hmm. you're helping someone all the way across the world from you. Mm -hmm. It's a little different than just helping your neighbor. Right. And along with what Matilda said. If, if we had known them, we probably would not be on the Zambia trip. Right. Because we wouldn't be introduced to Arise Africa. Right. So sponsoring kids really gives you a perspective, and it really opens up new doors. Yes, it does. Well said, August. Gosh, are you 14 or 40? Um, Ruby, why would you tell people to sponsor? Because when we were driving through mm -hmm. and going to her house, just waving at them made them smile. And yes. so when you give them a gift, it makes like them really happy. Yes. It makes them feel loved. Mm-hmm. And it feels, like August said, it feels good it does. when you get to help people. Yes, it does. And the Bible tells us we need to go to all of the nations. And that's what you're doing in Zambia, right? Yay! Thanks, guys. Welcome. I will be stronger. They'll call me freedom just like a wave.